I mean, it's a nice little. Hey, we, we, we can talk about this real quick. We can talk about this real quick. Ain't got shit oh, to do shit. with sights on six, nigga. He ain't got shit to do. Who the fuck is sights on six? What are, what are you talking about? The best men's college basketball program, maybe since the seventh, like hey, since man, UCLA in the Sights on six. Yeah, the six. Drake fucks with them. The six that is not. What are you talking more, about? More like six championships. I don't care about that. <laughs> oh, we don't care about that. Y'all have a blast. <laughs> no, we don't, we, don't, we don't care about that. But, yeah, no, I mean, college basketball is coming up, like you just mentioned. I mean, I think USC's in that bitch for sure. For for what? All of it. I mean, not under, uh, not over for Kentucky. Yo, they course. about to be the A nice. Kentucky-USC national championships, a dream come true. They about to be the nicest NIT championship team that we've seen probably since the Nerds Noel Kentucky squad. Right? You think really? that Bronny isn't going to go to a stacked team? He's learned from his father. You, hey, this is the best recruiting class USC's had in like ever. Absolutely. Hey, man. And it's not because of Bronny. Absolutely. Hey, man. Don't tell you. Proper respect on Hey, hey, but you ain't, I mean, Kentucky though. They're, they ain't Kentucky. They, they're they not, ain't they're Kentucky. They're not even a better program than UCLA. What do you mean by that? Josiah? Exactly that. Josiah. What do you mean by that? Like, like they're anyway. So wait, you're decided. Wait, who's who's nice? Who's supposed to be nice from Duke this year? You're about to hear who's not going to make it in the NBA. Who's Ty- nice from Duke this Ty- year? Tyrese Prox. Oh, Tyrese Prox Ty- Ty- will Ty- make Ty- it until the going into next season. Yeah, no, yeah, he'll they'll get Mark, there. I'm talking about Mark, that's Mark the last one here. Mark Mitchell stayed for an extra year. He was um, he was I believe <laughs> it was injured. I forget what it was, but he wasn't even close <laughs> to himself going into that tournament run. Of course, game bounced up by Tennessee just this past season, so it's always going to be fuck Rick Barnes for me after 2008, of course. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm just just saying, you know what I mean? But um, I think he'll he'll be nice. Kyle Filipowski. Kyle, Kyle Filipowski. I didn't say name their roster. I said name the great players in college yeah, basketball. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh, okay, yeah, right on. Right, You haven't named no nigga from Kentucky yet. Right now. I right, see haters. The matter be I'll say this genuinely. I am genuinely not familiar with what that team has for them going into. Don't this. they have uh, Dewan Blair's son or Wagner's son? DJ Wagner or some DJ shit. DJ Wagner. I mean, yeah, him. I, I believe so. Number one recruit in the nation, Rob Dillingham. Him. Okay. Number two recruit in the nation. Okay. Hey, put some respect on fucking Kentucky, nigga. BBN, nigga. I won't. See. That's that hate. Um, Armando Big Todd, even though he's 30 years old. Uh, oh, Dave hates that nigga. I believe it. I, I, I 100% believe um, that. Dave, Dave hates that nigga. Um, he, he, he should still put up his, his solid numbers. Uh, is that going to equate to being a first-round pick? Probably not, to be quite honest. Right. That's a lot more. Memphis. Hey, man. Hey, Mikey going to be in that combo. Later this year, dog. Mikey gonna be in or next year. Mikey gonna be in that combo, dog. That American Conference, dog. That Memphis UTSA, baby. That, that nigga is going to be locked up. What? For as long as you've been alive. <laughs> That's crazy. Thirty years. That's crazy. Wait for real? Yes. Well, at least that's the number that's been brought up. I don't think there've been. I don't think there's been a, a sense of finality to that. It was an accident. What? Look, all right, all right. Look, I wasn't there. I'm an upstanding citizen. I understand ahead. what the news was saying from niggas like it is what it is. No, nah, I'm on my pilot shit. Okay. So who hey, you can free one, the other gotta go. Okay. I'm on my pilot shit. Y'all want Barabbas or y'all want cheese? Nah, my fault. All right, so look. 
What? We got YNW Melly. Okay. Mikey Williams. I said Mikey Williams. You know what? We'll throw in Tory Lanez. Okay. One of these niggas got to serve 30 years. Look, look, look. Y'all can I, have the other I two. Want, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like ice, but I truly, all I want from this nigga at this point is a long and prom deluxe. Uh, Playboy. Playboy 2. Playboy 3. Playboy 4. Five. Five. And, and you know, I'll, I'll tell you. She getting her shit off now. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Finish up that play. If, if you want to make it into a Playboy trilogy, finish that Playboy trilogy. Do what you want to do when it comes to the universe of Alone at Promise, shit like that. We still have the Chicks tapes, which are amazing. I don't know just what other, you know, early 2000s types of hits you can try and flip up going hey. into Chicks tape 7 or something oh like God. that. He would have every, no, free Tory. But, but, I mean, but we got YNW Melly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Murder on my mind. That was a moment. You know what I'm saying? Wody. I, I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, he is really talented, though, too. Like, yeah, yeah. And Kanye likes him. I yeah. mean, Kanye, I mean, there's a lot of people that Kanye loves. YNW Melly might be one of them. It, but but it's but isn't it really crazy though that at least for myself at least and I'm one of the bigger fans of them that I know. It, isn't it crazy that throughout this entire thing that's been going on overseas that he hasn't said shit about it? I mean, he's banned from Twitter. Where is he supposed to say anything? He don't have a podcast. I mean, yeah. But hey, Kanye, you're invited on the podcast whenever but, you want. Just hit me up. But, but, but think of it like this. Think of it like this. Would it be that outlandish if there was a platform like a Rumble? And there's a certain black billionaire that's been dying to get his shit off for God knows how many years now that he can just take that shit over. I mean, he's also running for president, so he should be doing this. He should have started sometime. Like Vivek Ramaswamy. Like, yeah. He's been Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm yeah. sorry. He, uh, he. There's only one Vivek. I don't know. I'm keeping the start. Vivek Ramaswamy, he'd be like doing, he has something with, um, fuck. I think Charlemagne or like something like he's been doing like podcast. Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Yeah. He is on Alex Jones recently. Uh, somebody else, like he's he's out here and he's running for president. Yeah. And like, if Trump didn't exist, that's my man. But anyways, fair enough. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, Kanye West. Not nah, before that. Oh, uh, with the fucking um, God damn it, college basketball. Dukes win it all. Fuck, we talking about? Okay. Like, 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 whoa, literally, what the fuck are we talking about when it comes to this college basketball shit? Is it a team like Duke? Probably. Is it a team like Kansas? Probably. Can Kentucky find a way to be in there? It's not impossible. But even then, insert fucking ACC technical college. Uh, It was uh, fucking Connecticut and uh, it's not San Diego State. Uh, Matter of fact, I want to say it was FAU, which was one of the least watched national championships ever. I thought it was San Diego State versus FAU. No, you're right. It would no. It was, it was San Diego State UConn because I, I know for sure UConn won it. The national championship. Yeah, it was special. Like they 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 did a, they did a whole thing because Jordan Hawkins and Angel Reese are cousins, and then LSU proceeded to win the women's side of things a couple uh, like a month later. Right on. You know, a couple of days later. Yeah, type shit. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to fuck that shit. But that's the point. I mean, the American Conference is in the national championship last year. It, it, in, in all reality, that could still end up being the case. But God damn it! But that okay. That I, I, I don't want to say twenty twenty four is going to be a wash. But have you seen this nigga Cooper flag? Overrated. All right. That actually leads, <laughs> that actually leads us to what I want to talk about in this episode that we're about to get into even further. Um, but before we get into that, let's wrap up or finish this last topic or that previous topic. Um, Melly. 
mm-hmm. Mikey Williams, Tory Lanez. But yeah, two of these niggas got to flock. I know one of them got to go. One of them, two of them, we can keep. One of them got to serve thirty years. I, I, I would, I would want to see, I would want to see Mikey's career. Uh, so we're saying fuck Melly. But that's the thing, though. I, I would love to see. I would have loved to see, like, like Melly with the connections of like, like if he actually was still cool with Ye. Like if he, if he was still, if there were conversations that he had with. Um, Extentacion before he passed away. Like if, if it was some shit like like he with Lil Uzi Vert, like there the amount of shit that YNW Melly could be. My YNW Melly could be, matter of fact, he could be what Tizo touchdown is now. I really dogs think that he would have. I, I truly dogs. think that he would have. I, I mean, I don't know about that just because he's more of a uh murder. Beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, redacted. Redacted. Yeah, yeah, redacted. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, uh, I see what you're saying, but like, if we can only save one, it's gonna be Tory. So like, Mikey, like, I'm sorry, dog. Mm. Like, hey, look, hey, unless you were gonna change the game of basketball, which is not likely, we're not gonna miss nothing. You were just another Scoo Henderson ass nigga. Mm. Shout out Scoo Henderson. He, hey, everybody's doing great in the top five of the draft except for him. It's almost as if no, it's all coming. Like, that, that knew what it was type shit. Yeah, man. I'm just saying. But that is what I want to actually get into uh, a little bit more in depth this episode. Uh, Victor Webinaya is definitely terrorizing the league as of uh, early. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like he's definitely has the potential to exceed all the expectations that they originally had for him. Uh, I think he's shooting. I'll pull it up right now. But I know you um, intimately have. Oh, no, we saw that first thing. No, we we like first first like first person shooters, first hand experience, mm-hmm. all of that in between, right? Isn't he number one too? Yes, he is. Oh. Numero uno. Let me, <laughs> you and know. Let me preface by saying I've never said anything bad about this dude with actual authenticity, right? Okay. Hey, now we get the real. Okay. I know. Yes, sir. That he is going to have the most promising career that he could possibly think of, barring the obvious things that we can't control. That being health and like pulled shit here, messed up shoulder here, whatever the case may be. Something, like, like something that's truly this, something, something will tear that. Look, I, I, I'm, I am obviously not trying to be a piece of shit and saying that I want niggas to get hurt, right? I mean, it's definitely coming across that way, but 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 it's, it's definitely coming across. But, no, no, like, but here's the thing though it's that is literally the only thing that can get in his way of being one of the most one-sided rookie of the years that we've ever seen. And here's the real question that I'm sure people have brought it up, but I don't know how serious they were when they, when they, whenever they brought up the question. On a scale of 1 to 10, genuinely, what is your confidence level right now of Victor Wibanyama getting MVP votes? Right now, he'll get MVP votes. We're about five, six games in, but... I think that he's going to, if you really love analytics, which, you know, I do, mm-hmm. and like they're starting to, like, even use even more so. But like the thing is, you can't, analytics and an agenda can't coincide. Yeah. Like, you have, and, like, you can have analytics that match your agenda, but you can't yeah. do both objectively. But objectively, even though I, I don't want to make too much of a big deal out of it, but it is a deal to be had. 
when he's on the floor, the Spurs have the number one defensive efficiency in the league and like number one defensive rating. Like they're number one all having everything at defense. And I've seen a couple of him, a couple of games, you know, seen a couple of games. And I mean, yeah, he's contesting shots and guys are, I mean, he's completely changing the way people are playing defensively. So I guess I see it. But with him off the floor, they're the worst defense in the league. On the floor, they're the best. Off, he's the worst. So that alone, like you have a high chance of defensive player of the year, but I mean, if you really want to talk about it, with him on the floor, y'all are the best in the league at half of the game. Like him, him on the floor. That's MVP vote. Like they are comfortably going to be in some sort of postseason situation. Like I, I like yo, I, I, yo, I, I don't, yo, I don't think yo. that they're going to be in the play-in. If he if he if he's even remotely close to the clip that he's been on throughout these first six games, if he's even remotely close to that, it still, of course, obviously depends on what guys like Devin Vassell do or what Zach Collins do, stretching the floor, Keldon Johnson, whatever the case may be. But in though in those last couple of games against a team that is better than them, that does have more talent, that is always going to be seen in the hierarchy of the Western Conference above them. You dubbed them niggas twice on the road. It is early, back to back but, those, but those are one of those statement types of things that you can bypass the idea of it being so early and say that, wow, that nigga's nice. Like that nigga within this scheme with these types of young niggas around him with a coach like that. That's an amazing situation. And it also helps that he basically idolized them niggas growing up. Like he idolized Tim Duncan and Tony Barker and Pop. Now you're now you're working with all of these niggas. Yeah. All these niggas want to work with you. It's a perfect it's a perfect scenario. It's a perfect storm. And what what fear what scares you the most about his game? Because I mean, again, we've only seen him. I mean, we've seen him play before. This is the NBA now. We've no. seen him. The last week, last time on Victor Webinaya, 38 points, 10 rebounds, two blocks. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I think he's shooting like 50, 50, 90 or some shit at the time. There is not a single nigga that can contest his shot. Like, like, the, like the way that people said that with like the KDs of the world or the Giannis. He makes KD look like a child. He does. Like, I, I, every time that's I see crazy. these pictures on Twitter, I'm just like, these are photos. That's crazy. That's not real. <laughs> he makes Kevin Durant, but the thing is, He's only like maybe four or five more inches. I mean, I, yeah, four or five inches is a lot. Like four or five inches is like this this can. Right. You know what I mean? So like if I added that to me, like, yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh, yeah. But like he looks like four or five inches shouldn't make somebody else look like a child. But like this. He looks like like the the type of not to not to use the fucking not to use those bullshit buzzwords that are used every day now. But the type of aura that this nigga brings to the table, right? Yeah, no, I hate it. For, I hate it too. Like, but but the type of like the way that the presence that he brings this early, I would feel is like the closest that we have to have seen a guy like Will Chamberlain. Like this nigga looks like Bigfoot. This nigga looks like he should not exist by any stretch of the imagination, let alone the things that he can do. No one is blocking his shot. He puts, the, he has the ball on a roll. This nigga brought the ball up the floor, sized up a nigga, laced the three, going into half. No nigga does that even remotely close to that side. Kevin Durant, but I mean, he's not, you know, that but, 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 but that's like for, for that archetype of player, it's just them two niggas. Yeah, you can throw a Porzingis if you want to, 
But it's just those types of niggas. And if this nigga so early, so young, is doing shit like that, to answer the question, going back to things that could be getting in the way of his game, I don't want to sound like a cop-out because everyone has brought this thing no, up. No, my question was what fears you the most? Well, officially, yeah, pardon, pardon me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he's, there's so many places that he can still improve. Absolutely. The, the only, no, no bullshit, the only thing that it, it's not necessarily a fear, but something that could, should, and will be addressed sooner rather than later. Same shit I brought up the first time that they played Phoenix. If this nigga even had, if this nigga was anything remotely close to the type of size transformations that Giannis had at this particular point in his career, and as early as year four, year five, you're gone. Like, yes, you can out, you can shoot over everybody. Yes, you can get to the rim already as easy as you want as you want it to be but if you can literally if you wanted to drop not so much your shoulder because nobody touches you but if you can drop your elbow and forearm into a nigga and they're flying the way that Giannis does that's the best player for basketball so I agree with all of that I mean he's amazing I mean the biggest thing for me is I want to, because obviously just with his presence, because in the games that I've seen, it doesn't look like he's made a concerted effort to be like, I'm going to be Ben Wallace. I'm going to be the right. greatest defenders. Right. Right. Like if anything, if you're watching the game, it looks like he wants to be like most players, especially young players. I'm trying to get buckets. So, so, I'm trying to score. So, so, so you know what? And I, I wouldn't think that. I, I wouldn't think that he's like, he, he's genuinely going to do that, nor do the people around him are going to have him be like this. But if you're seven four with a what like nine and a half foot wingspan or some shit like that, I can understand if you can get away with being air quotes kind of lazy on defense because you're probably still going to get the block off anyways. No, yeah, I mean, no, like that's what I would say. He's much. been. Yeah, but I'm saying the, the the thing is they might you know be able to instill in him or that or maybe he'll just naturally know the better we are on this end of the floor. Like, hey, at the end of the day. Worst case scenario, they can give me the ball with three seconds left on the shot clock, and I'm going to have the best shot of it if I'm yes. in the dunker yes. spot yes. or whatever. Like worst case, so like Cook, like if you just like what we were talking about in the uh, Bulls versus everybody, Jordan versus everybody, like lock in and play defense, playing transition. Uh-huh. If he's able to, hey, all this is cut off. Y'all got to shoot threes or perimeter shots now, and they're not going to want to because analytics tells them not to. Like it's, this, this, this nigga, makes it easier for everybody. This nigga's coming downhill, right? The start of your Euro step could literally be two steps, at, like outside the three point line. Like your Euro Half step, court. like like your shit starts there. You're already point blank range, and then this nigga goes go go gadget, fucking extended arm. And worst case, you get in the foul. And I think statistically, free throw wise, he's been pretty fucking good as well. No, yeah, 80%. That was somebody else I was looking at. It's 50 59 PA. He's about 80%. But I think he's eventually he's going to have to decide what type of player he's going to be. Obviously, all around is a possibility. Like, you know, there's guys like Kobe and Jordan who were like did it on both ends. Now, it will look differently if he's doing it on both ends just by nature of the position that he's going to play, which is – but to what you were saying, he can be lazy and do that because, like I said, in the games that I've been watching, he hasn't been, like, focused in my opinion. It doesn't look like he's like, I'm trying to stop everything, block everything. I'm here for defense. Like, no. If anything, like, I want 40. 
I, I'm going to get the blocks and all that just by being who I am. I want the 40. But if he decides, like, hey, this is how we can win the game or, like, win more games, and that could take away from his offense, but because of his natural size and skill and ability, he can fall into 20 points. Yeah. So He he, he idolizes this nigga Pop. I can only imagine that first practice, Pop sizing up and just says, look, I'll keep the step. Just be yourself. Like, this idea of this crazy mythical system – Nah, it's because you're taller mm. by six inches than the Hall of Fame nigga that anchored that defense. Facts. But I am intrigued to see what type of player it is that he's going to be because if he because same thing is true with Kevin Durant. Yeah. Except for Kevin Durant was obviously extremely offensively gifted and skilled, so obviously I'm going to be that type of player. Right. Now, like Kevin Durant, if you took away his jump shot, took away his entire offensive game and everything, he's still seven feet tall. Yep. So if you're seven feet tall with some type of IQ in a leg, like we see Draymond be effective at six seven. Kevin Rand is still seven feet tall. So I want to see is Victor gonna decide to be like a defensive anchor that can also perform on offense? Or I'm trying to be KD, but I'm also seven six. So like <laughs> like y'all thought Kevin Rand was doing his thing defensively when he was at Golden State. You know what I mean? So imagine just That's having a seven six version of that. Imagine having a seven six version of that. Do you, do you think, but do you think that he could also, as far as like archetypes of players, could could he lean, do you, do you think he's going to lean more towards the KD style of play, yes. the Giannis style of play, KD. or maybe the Jokic style of play? KD. KD, KD Jokic, just, just KD, full stuff. KD. Because Jokic, if he was, it, I could be wrong, it is extremely early, small sample size, but if he had any of that Jokic in him, he would be averaging minimum five, six right now. Like, there's other guys on the Spurs that can make shots. Absolutely. So, that, that like, Alpreen Sengun, I can see Jokic in him because yeah. he's moving the ball and he's getting good shots and, right. like, assists and everything. Right. Like that. That, that, so, no. Kevin Aram, that would be it. Uh, Giannis, he's not... He's always been taller than everybody. Like, Giannis, I guess, has two. But I think I feel like I remember Giannis uh, grew a little bit, like, over time. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm tripping. But Victor... He is a much – if Giannis could shoot like Victor, Giannis wouldn't be Giannis. Giannis would be Victor. Like, if LeBron could could shoot and score like Kobe, he wouldn't have the vision and the great passer yeah. that he is. If Magic could finish like Michael, he wouldn't be. Showtime. <laughs> he would have been the one getting buckets. Everybody wants to get buckets. Everybody wants to get buckets. Unless you're good. Nah, no, no, I can't say No, no, you like, like, I, I love it. That, that's that's a, no, Ben don't want to get right? Yeah, or Draymond, or Draymond. Now another thing with that though, which kind of blows my mind though, because as much as we sing Victor's praises, reasons why I was skeptical is because which the conversation is bringing brought back around. Shout out Ish and Shaquille O'Neal, mm. but Ball Ball and Victor Webinaya. I mean, obviously Victor's taller, but. There are some similarities, or at least you would think. You would think there are some similarities. Now, it's obvious that Victor's much better, but that begs the question, well, what is – because Bobo had all the tools, all the ability. He did it all in college. Like, he's he's that. And we're looking at his brothers, uh, I think John Bull or whatever, who – he's a seven-foot fucking guard or some shit. So, what – you know, what's, what's, why, why isn't, because the height, we just talked about the height being damn near everything for Victor. Right. 
Ball Ball has that. Or what? Well, he's seven three. I think so. Like seven two, seven three. So why? What's why? Did, I, I, I've joked about it on play play different occasions, right? But do do you think that there's any remote truth to maybe it was because of the situation that he first got into, like being the different Nuggets and, and Mike Malone and like while while it sounded sexy of having that full big line, I know, that was probably looked at him like we really don't need. Like we like the, the things that we want you to do, either you're not doing well enough or that's like it, your strengths were not really needing what your like what your strengths. That's what it likely is. If he was I, I'm sure they could find they can find space for him to be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> if he was worth being on the floor. I mean, Booker's out, Bill's out. I'm sure if, if Bow Bow was worth it, they would find a way to get him on the floor. So it might raise the question like what Okay, I guess it's not just being that tall. There is something with, or Victor's just tall enough. We're like, yeah, because like Bobo's like, and Bobo was just three inches taller. All the same things. Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah. But then again, I would like to think how much, like three inches, like this fucking mic. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, all right, what the fuck y'all doing? But my real question, the real issue, we're all sucking off Victor, talking about he's able to do this, he's doing that, he's this, he's this, he's this. So what does that mean for Chet Holmgren? Because is he or is he not capable of all of these things? He's maybe max two to three inches shorter, but... I think the only person in the NBA taller than Chet Holmgren is Victor. I think so. No, well, yeah. Well, uh, I guess Boban, but he doesn't play. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like Chet, Chet's, Chet's, I think, 7'7'1". Seven, seven, um, he was like 7'3", seven, 7'4", seven, when I saw him fucking uh, uh, college. In high school, I remember they having him listed like 7'3", seven, 7'4". Seven, that was lying then? I think so. Well, it, it, Chet, Chet's, a, Chet's a weird story. Because Let me see what this nigga listed at. He, he listed at 7-1 yeah. in the NBA. Gotcha. Like Chet, Chet, Chet's a weird situation for me because like seeing all those bits in high school, like you saw the versatility, you saw the jump shooting, you saw all the things that come with being that big when it comes to rebounding and shot blocking and all those things. But he, he has that sense of guard play. You saw... Well, Yeah, you saw none of that whenever he was in college. In a situation like Gonzaga, who like felt like the like felt like the traditional conventional of like, oh man, you're gonna be the fucking you're gonna be the fucking uh, David Robinson. You're gonna be the David Robinson to Drew Timmy's Tim Duncan. Like, what the fuck does that mean, Mark Few? It means not making it to the Final Four yet again. Amen. But you still you still had good enough numbers. Like everyone still knew of the hype and potential that they had. In my opinion, that hype was a lot of like, oh, we know what you can do because you haven't really done the things that we think you are capable of doing in college. Um, but that we also just for whatever. I mean, he should have never went there, but we just chalk it up to being in that system. Absolutely, but but even, but even then, now as a pro, you can still bring up that type of argument because, like, yeah, you still have the versatility, but. We're never looking at Chet of being the number one option as long as Shake Gilders Alexander. Well, that's the thing. He had a pretty good game last night. Granted, yeah. the circumstances, sure, Shay didn't play and everything. I 
Shea shouldn't give it up to anybody. He should keep doing what's been working because he is on paper has reached the peak of his craft. All yeah. NBA first team yeah. averaging 30, yada, yeah. yada, yada. So keep doing what you're doing. And if you can improve on that, improve on that. Yeah. But I think Chet, I mean, the height is he's obviously skilled. The height is there. And I mean, we're not talking about Chet because Victor has been doing well, but it's not like Chet's doing bad. Yeah, Chet, Chet hasn't. He has not been. <laughs> like, he's bad. not doing bad. Like, I, I threw the shit to the wall of Chet winning rookie of the year. I still stand by that. But if Vic puts up again anything close to 38, 10, and two blocks for the remaining 76 games of the season, I don't think that's going to happen. But you're right. If he does do that, then yeah. <laughs> like, like, it, like, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a conversation. But, but that, that's also the thing of before Victor got there, best player on the team, or at least the number one option on the team, may have been Keldon Johnson. Maybe. My dog. Shit. Yeah. No effects. Like now, now you're able to, like, you, you, you have a whole group of, of shot creators and three and D guys, and even Zach Collins can be a stretch four, stretch five, if need be as well. That is a very young. So, like they they could potentially do better than what the Thunder is right now, despite the the Spurs not having that type of crazy all star caliber talent of a Shea Gill, uh, Shea Gilders Alexander. Like the, the oh, uh, athletes, that's where I disagree. That's all there. That's where I disagree. I think because. Chet is not far behind. Chet is averaging, as of right now, six games in, and then Wimby just had a career high, whatever. But Chet's averaging 17 as a second option. Yeah. Wimby's doing all this as the one, two, three, right. it seems like. Right. Uh, he's averaging about 7.6. Wimby's averaging eight. Yeah. So they're both averaging about the same rebounds. And uh, Chet's averaging more assists. I think he was like 2.6, something like that. Wimby's at 1.6, round up to two. Right. So – they're very similar. Obviously, Chet hasn't had the I've arrived game of 38, 40 or whatever, anything like that. But I will say, because, I mean, I, I've been, you know, I'm on the draft case. Chet has not had a favorable ma- Last night was the first favorable matchup he's had. Or against the Warriors is the first favorable matchup that he's had. And we see what he did. Yeah. One of his best games, if not his best game thus far in his yeah, career. Yeah, like 24, 9, and 8. I'm saying some shit like that. Victor, uh... I know it's all relative and new because it's all early in the season. They played the same team twice. Uh, so on paper, the Suns were, you know, a pretty favorable matchup for Victor. So Slope. it makes sense. Yep, but at the same time, it's also early in the season. Um, what I say, Chet hasn't had favorable circumstances. Like I'm saying, like, I believe the first game was against the Bulls. Vucevic, he's a grown man. He's been in this league for a minute. Big body, everything. He's seven foot. He's so also stretch big too. And they also off the bench have Andre Drummond, I believe. Yeah, like that's not the best situation for him. I think I'd have to go back look and go back through and look at all their games, but I'm pretty certain that Chet has played against like niggas. Like he's 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 had to he's been getting the hard end of it. If they haven't played Philly yet, that's. Hmm. Well, Victor has had Phoenix twice, and I can't remember. But like, it's not. It's I'm pretty certain Victor's schedule's been more favorable than Chet's as far as individual matchups. Okay. But I am. I do find it interesting, and I am intrigued to see uh, what Chet's progression is and how that goes because. We're all on Wimby's dick. Wimby, he's cool. He's nice. He's doing everything. But Chet is doing this shit too. And honestly, 
I really ain't the biggest fan of Chet Holmgren. I'm thinking about it right now in the moment. That's just the patriot in me, dog. Let this USA. I like. I love Wimby, but at the same time, like that's a fucking international terrorist. This nigga is here terrorizing. This nigga's a terrorist. He's a terrorist. He is terrorizing the NBA. Kevin Durant, one of the greatest players in NBA history, making him look like a fucking toddler. That is a terrorist. You can't do that to one of our all-time greats. And he's seven feet tall. He's seven feet tall. He made him look like a fucking baby. Now, he called him a bitch. No, nah, no, nah, he took him head up. It, it might have been that matchup, but no, nah, he took him head up. No, nah, actually, no, nah, Wimby's playing the four. KD be playing the four. Hey, remember Kristaps? I see myself more like a three. I'm like, hey, man. Like, 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 like now, dead ass, oh, yeah, no, no facts. Like, you want to be a point guard? Uh, no, like, nigga, you know, I, like, nigga, I play the two. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we can run the Bel Air, Bel Air offense. Get the fuck out of this nigga's way and just move. Just see what happens and you blink. All of a sudden, they're getting to 30 wins long before All-Star break type shit. Ah, I mean, hell, it was a joke when I was doing the whole midseason tournament stuff. But the Spurs could. Yeah, <laughs> they, they could win it. Yeah, they could. They could win the in-season tournament. Or the, yeah, the in-season tournament. What do you think about that? I mean, you know, I, we, we've talked about it in the past and what I think should be added and what all that shit. Mm-hmm. Might be back in the works, that whole production. Shout, shout out to shout out some niggas, you know what I mean? Hey, shout out to my niggas out in Bangladesh, you know what I'm saying? Getting their money, you know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I just ran to do it over in, uh, over in Georgia. Right? What the fuck uh, you know? yeah, No, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. I am so sorry if there is anybody who cares about the in-season tournament. Because I do not. Well, that's the reason because there's they haven't given us a reason to care. It's for the players. Right. What would you like to see them do to make? Why? What could they do to make a fan care? Uh, well, see, as far as what they've actually done, I think the biggest thing that they've done for no, the no, no, not what have they done? What can they do to make a fan care? What would you like to see them do that would make you care? I'll be real. There's nothing that really jumps out. Like, like as a fan, you don't care if they get automatic playoffs. What? If if, 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 they, if they, that's if they the case, that, your guys can have a clinch playoff seed in November. That that's 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 or early December. But that but that's a that's a while. Like 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 imagine imagine if a team imagine a team were to win. Like say say the Lakers win the end season tournament, and then you look up before All Star break. All of a sudden, unfortunately, Anthony Davis is doing Anthony Davis things. And he misses the last no, like if, like quarter of the season, but you're still in the playoff spot. Like if like, I'm respectfully just holding up a spot because you're gonna get. You're if gonna I'm no, but if I'm the NBA, I'm fine with it because one, first of all, the, in that scenario, I have LeBron. But this is what this is the incentive for teams. Yeah, because for this would be perfect for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. LeBron not trying to play heavy minutes. He's trying to preserve himself to play as long as he can, play with all his kids and everything. That's what he's on right now. His legacy solidified. So, why not have? Uh, I can guarantee myself because in the when the playoffs come, like that's the only place that can en- enhance his legacy. Mm. So, like, okay, so you're telling me I just need to win seven regular season games, and I can basically take the other sixty something off, eighty something or seventy something off. 
I mean, yeah, I got to play enough to, you know, make sure I'm in, you know, play 65 so I can be in the awards and everything like that. But it's got the little management rules as well. But like, because if, if you're a player like that, or if you're a team like that, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what seed I am. If you really like one of them teams. Yeah. Like, for example, like, I think Golden State could get away with that. Yeah. I think the Lakers could get away with that, but it would be much. It would be different, but like like some some up and coming teams, Phoenix. Like, like the Thunder would probably care, like the like the, the Pistons would probably care. One of the but they go crazy, but it, well, that's that's with it being the way that it is. Right. But if it was starting out with you get a playoff spot, if that was the case, like yeah, no, the young niggas would still be in on it. But the young niggas are still more than likely going to win fifty games. Like, yeah. Okay, see, I think okay, see, can win fifty games. Healthy and everything. Sacramento, they can win 50 games and all that. But, like, if I'm an older team that, like, yeah, we can be a, a top seed, but, but yeah, if I'm the Denver Nuggets, all right, yeah, we could go off and be the one seed, but at the end of the day, we're confident in our five yeah. and our six, seven, eight. Yeah. So, like, honestly, like, I don't give a fuck if I'm the eight seed. I would rather have home court. I'd rather be minimum of four. But at the end of the day, we just want to be there. If we're there, we believe in our chances. So if that's the case, you can have that solidified by game twenty-three of well, your season. Well, what, what would you what would you say to the idea of the the reigning champion as well as runner up in the finals getting a, a buy of sorts in, in the in the in season tournament? Like 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 if you have the Nuggets and Heat getting buys to a certain extent, like like they're automatically sent to Vegas. Well. I'm not against that. The only thing is, the only way that would make sense or that would work is if you're either extending the. I mean, no, I I don't think you should have any carryover. I think because the in season tournament is about this season, yeah. So I don't think there should be a carryover from last year's this and that. I don't think there should be a carryover. Okay. So I I would be against that. Mm-hmm. Do you have a pick for the turn? What? Do you have a pick for the turn? Yeah, go insane, nigga. It's just regular season games. Like, they, like this ain't this ain't no tournament. For real. Hmm? That, that's the thing. It's not it's not no tournament for real. Like, they're these are the same games that they would be playing in the regular season, but they're just calling them in season tournament games. Because I'll be real, they they really did they really did stumble into something when it came to the bubble. It's just the circumstances as to why you stumbled into the bubble. It's not. Clearly, what it is now in twenty three going into twenty twenty four. Yeah, no, they're gonna make money from it, but they're like they're gonna make money from it. People are gonna want to be in Vegas because one, Vegas is Vegas, but then two, like, oh, it's the NBA, it's he's a tournament, and like more than likely, you might not have all, but I can guarantee Charles Barkley, guarantee you will see at least. One of, uh, more than likely two, but I'm going to shoot myself some bell. One of the five teams, Lakers, Golden State, Bucks, 76ers, Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. yeah, and I'll probably, yeah, you will see at least one, more than likely two, probably three of those five teams. And there's supposed to be, I think, eight that go to Vegas. Yes. I think, well, no, there's. I think maybe the top two from each group. Yeah, it, well, yeah it's yeah, it's um either either five groups of six or six groups of five. No, yeah, something like that. But yeah, I um there's things that can be done with the in season tournament that could make it more appealing. 
And uh, to be honest with you, I think the in-season tournament should be like, I think they should play for seeding uh, like just as regular season games. And then the week before Christmas, start the quote-unquote tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think that should be Christmas Day. Like, like, the, like, the, like, the, the, full, the, the, full like the championship should be in, like, I guess, like, your, you know, your first place, third place, whatever. Like, I think Christmas should be the, or if not Chris, I would say Thanksgiving, but they're letting football do their thing. So Christmas should be because the matchups that they've been putting together for Christmas Day, they ain't been hidden. Honestly, in my opinion, they ain't been hidden since high school for me. They ain't been hidden. Like, they, like, the right answer is there, but they don't do it. Like who would you? Have, what is one game? And it might it might already be on the slate. But what is one game you would have if you were the commissioner? You set the schedule for this NBA uh, Christmas. What's one game you want to see? Uh, Warriors Suns. You don't say. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Or Warriors Lakers. Yeah. I would. I would. I, I would settle for Warriors Lakers. But Warriors Suns would be cool. The, the way the way the Vicks been playing, I'm sure they were going to try and give that look anyways. Uh, either. Either Spurs and Mavs, or you can just say "fuck it" and you start out with Victor in Madison Square Garden. I mean, honestly, that that would that would definitely be a move. Uh, let's by see. the way, they're doing that soon, way sooner than I personally thought they were going to. No, here here's the Christmas Day schedule: Warriors Nuggets. We don't care, but based off of you know, they'll probably be you know two of the top teams record wise. So yeah, that'd be cool. They, they could just bring back Lakers and Nuggets. I would be fine. Mm, well, I would say that, but this is I, I will give them credit for getting one right, even though I don't feel that way because of how I feel about the team. But they have Lakers Celtics on Christmas Day. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, it works. Um, you know you have to have the Knicks on Christmas Day because it's the NBA, so Bucks Knicks. So Giannis in the garden. I just don't want to see the Sixers fuck. But, but, but we don't care. If we if, if the if we have to have the Knicks playing, then give me Luca in the garden. Give me Trey Young in the garden. Like, oh well, we gave you Giannis. Respectfully, no. <laughs> we don't care about Giannis in the garden. We don't care. I know y'all thought that was a big deal, but no. That that that's trash. Even though he wants to, even though he wants to be a Nick. Sure. I I mean, yeah. That that for me personally, that'd be lower down. But yeah, Zion in the garden. If you want to go nostalgia, the Knicks Heat. And I know y'all have done that before in the past. I wouldn't love it. I wouldn't care about it. I'd watch it because you know Christmas Day basketball, but. No. 76ers in heat. No. If the 76ers got to play so goddamn bad, then fine. 76ers and Knicks. Yep. Like, I guess I wouldn't love it. I don't care about that, but okay. At the same time, why don't, okay, how about Brooklyn Nets? I mean, sorry, Dallas and Brooklyn. I would love to see Luka in the garden, but if we're not going to have him in the garden, have him in Brooklyn. Absolutely. Have Kyrie go back to Brooklyn on Christmas Day. We got Mavs Suns. No. I mean, okay, Kyrie against KD, sure. I guess. Luca against D Book. I mean, that that that's that's been that's been a I guess you can call it a rivalry over the past three years. I wouldn't call it that. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan. Uh, and I, I think it would just be better if it was an in-season tournament because here's the thing. I do believe that the fans are going to, for no reason at all, but I do believe that we're going to buy into the in-season tournament in general. Do you, do you like the do you like the courts? 
It's all right. I mean, no. I mean, I don't care. It, it didn't bother me. Me neither. It didn't bother me. But I do think the fans are going to buy into this. Um, now, it is predicated on who wins the initial. But I do think the fans will buy into this uh, going to Vegas. O- over time, I thought I would hope they would add more things to it. But true, true, truly objectively, you're Adam Silver. You're you're your in-season champion. That's best for business. The exact opposite of that. And then I guess a reminder of like a, like truly who do you think will end up being that team or, or, or even or even a wild card that can truly make a run. Could it be the Spurs? Like I think the Nets could easily make some some wild card type of run for real. Best for business is without a shadow of a doubt Golden State. Um, Not the Lakers. More eyeballs are on Golden State. Okay. More eyeballs are on Golden State. Like that, objectively, more eyeballs are on Golden State. There's stats that verify this. Okay. Like more, more eyeballs are on Golden State. You can't be wrong with the Lakers, but I mean, hell, put it to you like this. Without the stats, but to the listeners, because I'm not going to pull out all the stats right now. Golden State is the number one valued basketball franchise. They got all basketball franchises. I, I posted it the other day, and I looked it up the other day. They're the number one in the NBA. Yep. Number one. So they already surpassed the Knicks and the Lakers. You know what I mean? So I think I think that that would be good for the NBA. Mm. If the team that surpassed the teams that you thought it should be, I think it'd be good. Um, now, obviously, they wouldn't mind if it's the Lakers or Celtics or the Knicks or anything like that. But I think the number one, if it was just pure conspiracy, going to say. No. Um, what was the next? Uh, what was, what was the other part that was like worst for multi part? Huh? Worst for business. Worst for business. Worst for business would be, I would say, a team like either the Clippers, the Bucks, or the Cavs, or like the Clippers, Bucks, or Cavs. The reason why I say Clippers is because you're pretty much saying player player empowerment wins, and you don't want that out there for business. Um, who else? I said the Bucks. Uh, that's a little bit of the same thing because Dame with the whole player empowerment thing, you don't want to, you know, say that that works. You don't want that to have any life. Uh, what was the last two most? Cavs. The Cavs, the Cavs, because it's just a small market, okay. small market that doesn't have like a LeBron. Would, would, would there would there be would there be a fun small market in like the, the Spurs? Oh, or OKC? I mean, OKC would be all right. I was going to say OKC in my answer as well, but OKC does have an All NBA first team player. Yep, as well as. If not the rookie of the year, second in rookie of the year voting. So, I mean, they're a young, up-and-coming team. And I like other pieces on the team as well. So. Well, what was the year they had co-rookie of the year? Because I think that was a thing. And they've had it a couple of times. I know one time they had it was... Um, it was like Jason Kidd and somebody. Uh, I Vince think Carter Jason somebody. Kidd and somebody. I think uh, Powell and somebody, I think. I think like... Powell and either Jason Williams or Mike Bibby, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it's happened. Yeah, like like out of the rookies, like those are the two that will that will go wire to wire as far as the conversation that's concerned. Unless Scoot Henderson just wakes up and drops sixty, he's going to have to. He's 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 pretty far behind at this moment. Brandon Miller could drop a hundred points of the game. No one cares about Charlotte for real. Hey man, what you doing? That's my squad. Yeah. That's my squad. Hey, as a matter of fact, let's go in with that. Do you have any NBA early in the season 
But any NBA hot takes? Just off of five, six games played, any hot takes that you have going into the season? And it might not even be a hot take, but just takes. Um, Spurs will finish top six in the okay. Western Conference. Okay. I believe that the Clippers. I, I I believe that the Clippers will still win, but won't be good for them when it comes to postseason play. Um, Donovan Mitchell will be traded to a big market. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see here. Niggas getting this shit off. Oh shit. Okay. All right. Um, not so much a hot take, but like Ben Simmons is going to be back to being like we've already seen Ben Simmons go back to being like good enough. Ben Simmons. Uh, what that ceiling looks like. What about Jordan Poole, man? So question. Oh shit. Jordan Poole came into the season safe to say the runaway most improved player of the year. Mm. More or less. Like, I cannot wait to see what that Wizards team does in 2025. Um, I, I'm they might be all right. Belial Khalil, yeah, yeah, croissant. Bilal, yeah, Belial, he, he cool. Hey, look, hey, he defense, hey, he a Matisse type of ass nigga. All right, so somehow, some way, I think the Charlotte Hornets will finish above the Washington Wizards, which is a little crazy. Um, hey, look, that's crazy. You heard it here first. The, the Hornets going to be the one seed. <laughs> you heard it here. They're going to be the one seed. All right. Um, we got you, you know, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a call. I'm a call my conference finals matchups right now. Oh, shit. Okay. Eastern conference finals. I think it's going to be Bucks Celtics. That's part of me. If it's, if it's a little chalk, uh, West side of things. Subjectively. Suns. Clippers. Objectively, I could see the Warriors in it. I could see the Lakers somehow in it. Yeah, so yeah, again, give me give me Bucks Celtics. Give me Denver. Give me Denver Golden State on the west side of things. Well, that leads me to my uh my take. Uh, I guess I have uh, way less than you, but um uh, the Golden State Warriors will be the one seed in the West. The one seed. So with that being said, if they're the one seed, then that means I mean, one, they're gonna have home court, but two, other niggas don't cancel each other out. Golden State ain't even gotta worry about all of them. Okay. Like, all like, of them. like if so so if so if they are going to be the number one seed, is it just that simple of the team with the most like formidability to that being the Nuggets? Is it like the Clippers? Is it like who? Who like get, get, get like what? What's that top three in the West look like? Well, here's the. I'll what give you saying? my top three. I'll give you my top three. But here's the thing. Like I said the other day, matchups like styles create fights or whatever the yeah, saying is. Yeah. Whatever. Like Jokic is amazing. Jokic this. Jokic that. Da 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 da. I'm dead ass when I say I'm not concerned about Jokic as a Golden State Warriors fan. And Golden State will be playing the uh, Nuggets um, in like two or three days on their the last game of their road trip before they head back home uh, for a while. Uh, so we're going to see it very soon. You'll probably see it before this episode will drop. But So maybe I'll just be a prophet or I'll just be dead wrong. So <laughs> you already know the results by the time this episode drops. I think that 
we're like we we beat Jokic in route to a championship. Mm-hmm. Like like I'm not I'm not gonna like he'll have this thirty and fifteen and ten and yada yada yada. Okay, all right. No, I'm, I'm only saying this because I truly don't remember what it was. Was Jamal Murray there? Mm. Set for that room? <laughs> but like no, Jamal like, Jamal Murray didn't play. Jamal Murray didn't play. He did, he did not play. But I love Jamal Murray. BBN Kentucky for life. However, Gary Payton, Chris Paul. Clay Thompson. Chris Paul what? Leave this in here too. I love Jamal Murray, BBN. <laughs> However. The names that I said can guard that nigga. You said Chris Paul with those names. The names that I said can guard that nigga. Okay. Uh, Part Green. Part <laughs> Part B. You know what I mean? Like Okay. I'm just. I'm, hey, look. I, hey, it, this would be. Com- I, I w- maybe I wouldn't say this. Maybe I wouldn't be able to stand on business. But if it wasn't for the Fugazi bullshit that happened in the last year's semifinals. Yeah, yeah I know they swept the Lakers. Yeah. Go to say not the Lakers. But I know that means nothing because the Lakers beat Golden State. So but, I can't say anything. But I'll be real. As someone who, like, you've acknowledged you've been at the very least an admirer of Michael Porter Jr., it don't really sound like you're standing on business when it comes to what Michael Porter Jr. can do, whether it's Andrew Wiggins I love, no, or I love, I love Michael Porter Jr. The problem is, Michael Porter, I know for a fact, I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong, but he would need to average 25 and up in that series. Just to be a fact. Exactly. Like, yeah, his little 15 to maybe 15 to 20, that ain't going to do Like, I. Like, past couple stellar lines, yeah. Like Andrew, Wiggins will, Andrew Wiggins would be able to deal with that if okay. we, ha- if, if we even decided to put Andrew Wiggins on him. Who, 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 Or Gary Payton. I really like, I really like Gary Payton. Especially as a defender. That, that, that sounds like, like another, Say what y'all like want. Gary Payton, thing. nice. Gary Payton the second is nice. It sounds like another take that you think this nigga going to be all defensive first team. He don't play enough to be that. Okay. He don't play. But like, if he did, yes. Okay. Like, just like Alex Caruso. Just like Lonzo Ball. Like, yeah. these guys play defense. Yeah. Like, and it. And the, th- and the thing, the real upsetting thing is you just need to give it just a little bit of effort on the defensive end. And all of a sudden, we see you as an elite defender, because Gary, like Gary Payton, he understands he's older. Like I think he's like thirty, thirty-one, whatever. But he understands that he, he he was a point guard his entire life. Like he sees the game as a guard. So because of that, I think there's a benefit to that. Because at the end of the day, like yeah, you will love the individual success, but you will do whatever it takes for the team to win. I see the point guard like I'd see a quarterback. A quarterback knows, like, I'm not getting any stats for handing this ball off. But I do know that handing this ball off exponentially increases our chances of winning the game. So Gary Payton, he knows, and he's able to make those small things, little things. Like, if I'm in this position, if I make this move, if I shoot this shot at this time, if like, he knows all the things and he just is always in the right position. So if you put a nigga like that, if you put a nigga like that on the defensive end only, like yo, he's also we can't. I can't speak to it, but I will. <laughs> he's got a legacy to uphold. 
His father is known as one of the all-time greatest defenders. So his father is known as the all-time great defender. The only reason he is in the league today, outside of more than likely that relationship and the opportunities that came from that, is because of his his hustle and his his effort. He he, he does the most with the time. His hustle and his effort. So... There might be something naturally genetic in there on the defensive end. But like he knows, like, hey, y'all don't need me to shoot 20 shots. Y'all don't need me to do 40% from three. Y'all don't need me to get 10 assists a game. Y'all don't need me to have five rebounds. Y'all don't need me to do shit. So I'm going to give you everything because you don't need me to do anything. And, and, because, and But I think he has an acute mindset in that because he played point guard for majority of his life. So he's able to understand like Dray- if, if Draymond had the typical mindset of a small four power forward, he wouldn't, he, he would have flamed out five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. He understands this is the only thing I can do for this team. I'm not this. I'm not that. I can't do that. I can't do this. I'll never be that. If this is what you need to be an NBA four or three, I'm not it. So, but because of my intellect and what I can, I can identify what it is the team needs and how I can bring that. Now I'm a Hall of Famer. So he's a system. Absolutely. Well, no, he's not a system player because okay, Draymond would bring to any system whatever that system needs. Okay. But okay, well, I guess in a sense he's a system player because. If you're in a system that needs you to be a knockdown 40% three-point shooter, he's not that. <laughs> he's not that. But most systems need a guy that's going to hustle, a guy that's going to show effort on defense. Well, well, I, 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 hopefully, Portland saw that, but it obviously didn't end up being what they wanted it to be. Otherwise, it would probably still be in Portland talking about Gary Payne. So, it, it, so it's... No, no, no. That whole situation was because... um. There was an actual reason for that. Uh, I think there was something like something with his. Uh, he was hurt. He was hurt. Uh, much. He was more hurt than the Portland Trailblazers were led on to to knowing. And Golden State were just like, "Damn, that's crazy." Like, like kind of like best best way for me to sum it up is like, "Hey, man, you got this injury. It's gonna be twelve months for you to re- uh, recover, or a year for you to recover." Portland was thinking it'd be like six months. So because it wasn't that, they're just like, yeah, you kind of not really meeting the expectations of what we thought we needed and everything. So like, yeah, eat a dick. Mm-hmm. But Golden State's just over here just like, yo, that's exactly our window. <laughs> we already know what it is. Our, our man. Like, it was it was a little bit of, um, what, 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 what's it called? Um, like, no, no. What's the illegal shit? Collusion. Okay. There's a little, little, little collusion going on for in sure, that shit. For sure, for sure. Um... What are we talking about? Gary Payton, the second. All defensive team. No, well, no, we were talking about something before. You were asking me about uh, who I think will win the end season tournament or some shit. No, no, no. Like, you're, you're, so you're or no, no, my top, top three, three teams top three or something. Yeah, what's it Say Golden State will be first. Like, you just give those, those two and three. And- okay, so, um, I, in this moment, just because I can go deeper into it, but I think Golden State is in position to be at minimum a top three seed. Uh, Chris Paul solves all the problems that they had last season. Mm. He Honestly, he really does. Mm. 
I don't want to take. I don't want to keep us here too much longer. But childish, childish ass nigga that drunk pull up. Can't win. I won't. I don't want to say that. I don't want this to be a fuck Jordan Poole thing. But it's just the things that Chris Paul excels at, like not being, are the shit. exact reasons why they were losing so many games on the road last season, and just in general with their second unit, they weren't able to maintain a lead or build a lead with their second unit. Because of the styles of plays that's different between Jordan Poole and Chris Paul. And which is why I think they could be the one seed. Uh, like last year, I think they won like 11, 12 road games. Like, no, yeah, they were the worst of the league. Yeah, this year they've already won five. Yeah. They've already won five road games this season. Like, that, that's, a, that's an improvement. Yeah. Now, you can say what you want about the quality of their, like, uh, it was the Pelicans, it was the Rockets, it was OKC without Shea, like, yeah, it was Sacramento. Like, yes, you're without De'Aaron Fox. They lost those games with those guys not being the election. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, there, there's, a, there's a stat of, uh, of Chris Paul's past couple of games was like 13 assists, like one turnover. Like, like dude, dude, I believe is at no more than maybe three turnovers a game. This he's, top five, he's top five in assists per game this season that he doesn't start. Yeah. And that can maintain. Yeah. And I think that he would be fine with that. I think that's how you convince a player that has started every game he's played in the NBA. To come off the bench. Hey, look, I know you're going to be coming off the bench. You will still, you might have your career year in assists this oh, yeah. season. You might have oh, yeah. a career year. And, and plus, this is like kind of your last chance. That's who. That's who. Um, I think you, yeah, what, what, so, 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 Golden go State. All right, Golden State. Uh, in the Western Conference, Golden State. Uh, right now, six games in. Um, I will say honestly, I will say that I'm gonna say the Pelicans. I'm gonna say the Pelicans right now. I don't know what the record is. I don't know what the situation is. But on paper, you would think that they're a at least a good team. On paper, they have, you can argue, I wouldn't make the argument, but you can argue a big three on paper. It depends on what you think about Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, and obviously Zion, but I think we all will say at least Zion's a star. So you can argue they have a big three, and I love their roster. Uh, Jose Alvarado, when healthy, he's another nigga that knows the only reason why I'm in the NBA is because of my defense, my hustle, my energy, similar to Gary Payton. So you want niggas like that on your team. He's hurt right now. But he's on that roster. Herb Jones, great defender. I think he's hurt also, but he's still there. Um, Trey Murphy, good defender, great shooter. Uh, he's hurt. Like they have, they have the pieces. I, I think that they can really be one of them teams. Good, good enough room protected with uh, Valanciunas. Good enough, solid overall center. So you need your three guys to be those guys. I personally don't really believe in Brandon Ingram at all. You know that, but. Fuck what I think. He still will get you 25. Oh, yeah. So I think that they could be, they should be in contention. Will they be? Remains to be seen. And, and it's not every day you got a celebrity as your head coach. Like, like I swear, I look at that nigga with the grin. I'm like, yo, that has, that, there's no way that's not Jonathan. Maybe. Right on. <laughs> Shit. Right on. Um, And then a third, I mean, I really don't want to be like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to spice this shit up. I don't want to be, just be vanilla. Um, 
In this moment, I could say the Mavs, but I don't believe that shit's going to hold up. If it holds up, then Luka's the MVP, and Luka's all of that. But that also brings me to my second, uh, I guess, hot take or take. Uh, Golden State's going to be the one seed in the West, and Steph's going to win his third MVP. Steph's going to win his third MVP this season. Uh, last night, I wish he took more shots. I wish he did a little bit more, but they won the game. He had the quote-unquote game winner, uh, what, 28-7-8, and 5-1. and one. If you keep up on that trajectory – Eventually, it's going to be like, all right, so they won 63 games. Like, they're 63 and 19, and he averaged 29, 6, and 5. Is that not an MVP? I mean, if we win 60-something games and he's 28, 29, 6, and 5. I mean, those, those, have, those have been in the ballpark of his past two. Yeah, exactly. Like- unless unless Luka averages a fucking 35-point triple-double. Or Jokic averages a forty point triple double or something like that. Yeah, you know, I think, I think it's gonna happen. Like other 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 um, other sides. Like I think this year is finally the year we see Luka. But I think that only happens if they have a top three record. If he's a if they have a if they're the four or five six seed, for him to be, in my opinion, for him to win MVP, he has to average like thirty seven, thirty eight, and a triple double. Uh, I think. I think. And, but the thing is. The reason why I can't see that happening in this moment is because that would mean Kyrie Irving is Kafilka Fish. I would, I he can't average. He can't average thirty-seven, ten, and ten. He can't average a thirty-eight point triple double. And Kyrie averaged twenty-five, and they be a four, five, six, seven seed. I, 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 like I either the record's gonna be up there because Kyrie's doing his thing and Luke is doing his thing, yeah. or the record's not gonna be there. And if the record's not there, I don't think that he's gonna give it to him, regardless of what he's averaging. Yeah, I, think, I think I think the flow within that fifth, sixth seeded spot. Uh, Kyrie's floor, I believe, is maybe. 22, 23 points. Um, I forget what the the most assists he's had in a game, like in a game, like for a, for an average. But you can put up six, seven assists, rebounds. Of course, we don't care. the The efficiency is a big thing for him as well because he, I think he's perfectly capable of putting up a fifty four and ninety season. I think he can definitely shoot eighty nine plus percent from the free throw line. So. From from like a from a we know that he's a shot creator, but that's a good chance of where a good where his bucks are going to come from, anyways. Of keeping the defense honest, uh, I still believe from a guard he is the best finisher around the bucket that we have in today's game. Um, being under six five type shit, and, and Luca being the conductor, being the the shot creator as well as facilitator, so that Kyrie can get into his spots. Uh, you can have crazy pick and roll opportunities with Derek Lively. It's it still may not equate to to like enough wins because they're still not a well enough defensive team, but that's like one of those top tier league pass teams. They're gonna look good as fuck in those losses. Yeah, I just I don't think that. And, and if you think about Russ's MVP year, I mean, granted it was the first time we've ever seen, it, so that's where a lot of that that's the only reason why that's happens. Up. Yeah, but that was crazy. They're like a six seven seed team thing. Yeah, but that that's the thing because we've already seen that and rewarded Russ for that. Luca can't get that shit off. Yeah. Unless he's averaging forty, do you, do you, do you think of do you think of a thirty point triple double fifty forty ninety? I think I, I want to say Jokic has done it before, but no, he might have been like eighty nine percent or something. He wasn't in this shit, but um, 
I mean, that would that's a narrative, but if he's doing that and they're the sixth seed or fifth seed, like, dog, we don't really see you as, you're great. You're great. We don't see y'all as contenders. So, like, how valuable are you for, even though it's a regular season award, the MVP is also somewhat tied to who we think is going to win it all. Yep. So, or who has an ability to win it all. Mm. It's like something. There might, there, there needs to be like a full on month long special of just what the real criteria goes into being an MVP because it's been best player on best team. It's been just best team. It's been great numbers. Well, it depends on the season. Okay. The season dictates that because it well, it's too early for us to really say. But as of right now, my MVP frontrunners would be Luca, one thousand percent. They're undefeated, and well, no, they lost last night, right? I think so. But they but they were undefeated, or they're either way, they're at the top of the Western Conference. He's averaging fucking thirty eight points a game or some shit. Mm-hmm. Damn near triple double. Right now, it's easily Luca. After that, it'd probably be Jason Tatum, then Steph. Okay. And it could arguably be Jason Tatum ahead of Luca because I think the Celtics are still undefeated. Yep. So that that's that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's a bunch of fucking bullshit and faggotry, all right? Yep. So let's go ahead and get the fuck up out of here. Appreciate y'all for listening. Yep. We got a whole bunch of content coming yep. soon. Go ahead and like, subscribe, suck my dick, and uh anything else you want to say to these bitch ass niggas or whores. So if you're around the Texas Pandelaria, right? All right. Uh, uh, we got a show from four to five. All right. <laughs> yes, it will. <laughs>